couple of benefits of hydrofacial. One is we're, we're made here in the U.S., California-based. We do all of our final assembly and burn-in uh, here in Long Beach, California. That tends to export really well to the rest of the world where people associate California as leading some of the, uh, the beauty health treatments in the category. Welcome to the Glam and Grow podcast. I'm your host, Takara Suet, head of partnerships at Wavebreak. On this show, we talk with leaders of beauty, fashion, and lifestyle brands. We dive into their stories, lessons learned, and perspectives on how the industry is ever evolving. Subscribe and join us each week as we glam and grow. This episode is brought to you by Wavebreak. Most brands don't email right and it costs them. With ad costs getting more and more expensive, a world-class email and SMS program is essential. This is why Wavebreak exists. We're the premier email and SMS marketing agency that helps brands take their retention programs to the next level. If you want to learn more about partnering with us and how we can help, schedule a call with me today at wavebreak.co slash call. Joining me today on the show is Clint Carnell, CEO and founder of Hydrofacial, which for me personally is one of the greatest beauty treatments I've ever experienced. So I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you for joining me. Uh, Takara, thanks. My pleasure. And uh, great to hear you're a fan. I'm a super fan. So tell me the whole story. Tell me how you started. And for people who are not familiar with Hydrofacial, tell me what it is. Sure. I'll answer the uh, the second part of that. Uh, it's three steps, 30 minutes, the best skin of your life. In, in every hydrofacial treatment, we do three things that are really important for good, healthy skin. We cleanse, we extract, and we hydrate. And we do that in about 30 minutes. Feels good. You look good immediately. And then we show you the gunky and all the stuff we pulled out of your skin. So it's quite addictive and it's been a great business for us. How did you come up with this idea? Yeah, so I didn't. I inherited. I was brought in by a private equity firm, Linden Capital Partners, about five years ago. It's a fascinating story, actually. The company was started in 1997. In 2001, they actually received the first patent for microdermabrasion, which I'm sure was one of the most popular treatments I'm sure you're aware of. And in 05, what they realized is that they didn't patent it well enough. The economics weren't right. So Hydrofacial was actually born out of trying to cannibalize microdermabrasion. So it's been around for about 16 years, gaining a, a loyal fan base, developing great relationships with estheticians globally. And I, it's funny, 16 years in, I think we're just getting started. It feels like early innings. I would agree with that. Even as someone who I get facials pretty regularly, I'd say anywhere from four to six times a year. And I'm from New York. So basically anything I could do in the winter to make my skin more hydrated because I look like I'm going to crack in the winter, I'll try it. But I only heard of hydrofacial for the first time, maybe two years ago. I'll be honest, there's nothing worse than getting a service done. You're like fully relaxed. And then they're like constantly trying to upsell you on services. But for whatever reason, this particular esthetician that I went to, I like trusted her. And the way she described it, I was like, I have to try this. And it was amazing because it didn't irritate my skin the way microdermabrasion does. Yep. I wasn't super red after. And my skin, I literally looked like JLo. I was glowing for days. Like I was glowing so much. Like even when I put my makeup on, my face was still glowing. It was crazy. So if you haven't tried it, you really have to try it because it's unlike anything I've tried before and it doesn't hurt. That's man. I'm, I'm, win, win. Yeah. If this gig doesn't work out for you, I'll hire you as part of the hydrofacial nation because I couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> I really am. I'm obsessed. I, I'm very fortunate. I do have pretty good skin, especially in the winter. Your skin gets dry and clogged and everything. It's one of the greatest things. So yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, beautiful skin. And look, you hit a couple of key points that are really important. One of the reasons you may not have heard about it before is the company had actually been called Edge Systems. It had grown quite nicely. But in 2016, when we acquired the company, we renamed the company Hydrofacial in May of 17. We installed a new management team. And more importantly, that management team had experience of taking a professional treatment and creating a consumer-facing uh, marketing message to it. Over the last four years, we've really made some progress in making Hydrofacial a brand name globally. More consumers are asking for it by name. And I think if you look at a lot of med spa menus now, you'll see Botox certainly asked for my name. Most things are just categories. And, and I'm proud to say that Hydrofacial is increasingly driving consumers in. I love the story about your esthetician because that's the way people find out about Hydrofacial. 40% of the time they find out from their esthetician and 40% of the time from their friends. And so it's a very social product, very social service. And, and it's just been incredible growing this brand and, and watching consumers send you back notes about the, the benefits. You get all the benefits from a traditional facial, but as you said, you're usually not dinged up. It's not oily. It's very predictable and it feels great. So that's, I think, part of the magic behind the treatment. Definitely. In terms of anti-aging, are there any benefits? Over time, it's a little bit like diet and exercise. We have consumers, I love to hear you say that you get facials four to six times a year because we like to put people on a regimen. A lot of med spas or physician's office will have a membership and getting a hydrofacial monthly, you'll definitely notice a difference in your face. I joke with men, it doesn't hurt. So we're able to get more men into the category, but I was Guys are like, what's the deal? I go, remember looking at your grandpa when you were a kid? And they're like, yeah. I go, remember looking at his nose and he had those big pores and kind of a big nose? <laughs> oh, poor grandpa. Have that. Yeah. So I've got a hundred percent close rate on men when I tell them <laughs> that they do hydrofacial, their nose won't look like that. And, and uh, a lot of women will tell you their makeup goes on better. Their skin yeah. feels better. They'll wear less. And I think we're really, we're benefiting from like sweet spot of kind of transitioning from heavy makeup to no makeup and providing better, healthier skin as the underlying foundation. It's funny that you say it's painless. So men are more inclined to do it. Cause I feel like women, like we are prepared. Like I leave facials, like I'm borderline crying. And if I look better, I'm like, great, hurt me. I don't care. Beauty is pain. We know this, but if there's like an alternative to that, why not? So yeah, yeah. huge, huge fan on the pain free. It helped develop the Thermage, Fraxel, and Clear and Brilliant brands. And those, you know, those brands are still around the day. And they're oh my God, out. you're a great person to know. <laughs> yeah, I'm popular at the PTA parties and on the soccer, you know, the side of the soccer field. It's not my cologne, it's all the free products. And I guess my understanding of the space. But when we looked at Hydrofacial and I had treatments myself, that was one of the things that was so compelling. We don't discriminate on age. We're much more affordable than most medical aesthetic treatments. Don't discriminate against uh, people of darker skin color and it doesn't hurt. So you bring more men into the category. And once they're in and they see the benefits, men have every bit the same interest. In fact, Generation Z, the men and women have the same interest. Millennials, about half male participation. I'm an Xer. Only about 15% of us were concerned about skin care. But I, I think the pandemics accelerated that interest from what I hear at the golf course. Yeah, we're definitely going to touch on that topic for sure. But I read a really interesting statistic in Allure that a hydrofacial is performed every 15 seconds somewhere in the world. So talk to me about popularity globally, like how you were able to distribute hydrofacial as a name brand throughout the world. We were acquired or announced to be acquired in the fall by a SPAC headed by the, uh, the former president of Allergan, makers of Botox, Brent Saunders. And he was attracted to one is our really high net promoter scores or real self where we have like 99.7% worth it. What we need to do is real straightforward. We need to get more delivery systems out there. That's what we call our hydrofacial units. We have about 15,000 out there right now. Each one of those produces a predictable customer or client patient ratio. 
And uh, once people get introduced to hydrofacial, they really become very sticky. We're basically going forward with a strategy that's quite, quite simple. We're doubling our marketing spend so that more consumers become aware of it. We're always constantly innovating. So we're doubling our innovation spend. So we have new delivery systems, new serums. And then we're building out the international infrastructure and EMEA and APAC so that consumers globally can experience hydrofacial. Have there been particular markets that have been very tricky for you and then others that have been just the perfect fit? It's fascinating. I know you you mentioned earlier, I'm part Russian. I found that out through uh, Ancestry last year. (laughs) Usually when you think of aesthetics or beauty treatments, you think about the south of France, all the loving languages, right? France, Italy, Spain, Portugal. And when you think about Asia, usually you think about Korea, Japan, China. So here's something crazy. We bought the company a little over four years ago. We were big in Northern Europe, Russia, Germany, UK, Belgium, uh, Austria. We didn't have businesses in France, Italy, or Spain. So we've just recently gone in the last couple of years into the Southern Europe and doing incredible. And then we were in most of Southeast Asia and Australia, but we weren't in small countries like China, Japan, and Korea. And we're not in Brazil still. It's really interesting. We inherited almost an upside down international business. One's We're very strong. We're traditionally not seen as aesthetic markets, but they've been wonderful markets for us. Russia, Germany, Australia, all Southeast Asia. And then we have all these opportunistic markets where we're just really knocking the cover off the ball. Have you had a lot of knockoffs, if you will, or how are you tackling that? Yeah, we've had knockoffs. We just entered China two years ago and basically knockoffs have been there for 14, 15 years. And yet it's our fastest growing market. It's a highest average selling price. And it's priced exactly the same to the consumer globally. I think in the end, I mean, you're an expert in the area. People want the real thing, no different than Coca-Cola, a Rolex watch, or any other brand that's associated with high quality. A couple of benefits of Hydrofacial. One is we're, we're made here in the U.S., California-based. We do all of our final assembly and burn-in uh, here in Long Beach, California. That tends to export really well to the rest of the world, where people associate California's leading some of the uh, the beauty health treatments in the category. For people who are not familiar with hydrofacial, can you talk a little bit about pricing or what's the typical range? Yeah, every hydrofacial is three steps in 30 minutes called the signature treatment. And a good esthetician should be able to provide a wonderful experience. That treatment costs somewhere between $150 to $200 per session, widely uh, available to, to, to a variety of consumers. Uh, you can also have a fourth step, which is a booster, and that allows us to personalize the treatment, whether it's you know, like you said for yourself, dryness, or if it's rosacea, if it's acne, lightening, brightening, um, that personal booster usually adds about $75 to $100 to the treatment. So we can democratize great skincare by making it affordable, and then we can personalize it based upon your needs as you, as you go through your own personal skincare journey. So let's talk about the challenges of COVID. I'm sure it was a very, I would imagine, a pretty difficult year for you guys, unfortunately, and the whole beauty industry as a whole in terms of estheticians and and spa services. What was your initial reaction? What did you do? Were you able to pivot in any way, any like at home sort of treatments or what's your thought on that? Yeah, it was absolutely brutal. My heart goes out to the humanity in general, but I think our category was especially hit. Essentially, it was like running 15,000 restaurants. And we were in early March having a record month, expected to come in well over 20 million in revenue. And effectively, when the globe shut down around March 19th and April, we actually did negative $1 million in sales. We actually had sales come back. And uh, we actually were in a, a private equity transaction to sell to another private equity firm when the world blew up. And uh, we went from 
a very celebrated moment where we had new investors around the table to one where we were fighting for our lives. And we tragically had to furlough about 90% of our employees that third week of March. We fought to put cash back on the balance sheet. May and June, we started to see glimmers of hope. By September, we were back to 2019 levels. And I'm really pleased to say that we brought back every furloughed employee Not only did we survive, but we took the opportunity to make the business much stronger. And we've got a heck of a business coming out of the pandemic. We're seeing record numbers across the board. So really excited to get, we're one day closer to normal, but we're seeing across the globe, the company having record months where we're open. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, I feel like by September, people would have paid $1,000 for a facial. So it's crazy. We would have done anything. Somebody help me. Yeah, I was talking (laughs) to my- Do my uh, hair and pop my face, please. Oh, it's crazy. Well, I've got COVID here going. I've had short, typical CEO here. And I was like, well, I'm not going to be working around these openings and closings. So I've gotten a little rebellious, but we're seeing like, I was talking to my German partner and they're still very closed. And he said, I can't keep up with the demand on people booking me out in anticipation of opening up. And in the UK, we actually did a pop-up shop in the central London shopping district. Before the pandemic, we had 2000 consumers signed up for hydrofacial and uh, our waiting list continues to grow. And 85% of them never had a hydrofacial. So you never want it to happen again. But I think if anything, personal care services and staring at yourself on Zoom is just going to increase the interest in our company. Oh, definitely. So from that perspective, do you have any sort of ideas for 2021 of maybe new products, like anything that anybody could do at home? Maybe that's something you were already thinking about, but something now that's really coming to the forefront. We had planned on an at-home product. And uh, unfortunately, when the pandemic hit, we didn't have an e-commerce site and we didn't have a home product. So it really showed the vulnerability of not having a diversified offering. Obviously, the home is the most intimate place to transact with the consumer. So we do have a home device coming late this year, which we're really excited about. We have a next generation system in the professional that will be in 2022. And then you may be aware that we actually have a partnership both with Sephora and Clinique that we expect to be global. And it's Perk by Hydrofacial, which is a little 15-minute treatment. It's roughly $75. And we've got some great global partners. And we'll reskin that product as well. We've committed to the market that we'll come up with new delivery systems every three to four years, that we will have new serums once a quarter. And then there's always business innovation. Big fans of interacting with our consumers and our customers out there in a virtual environment as well as a physical environment. When we marry those two together, it's really a beautiful thing. So I was on the website and I noticed you have, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it's a new product, a new scalp product. Yeah. So we could talk about that a little bit. I have not tried that. So that'll be my next beauty treatment. Yeah, it's crazy. So um, if you think about the gunky and what we show you, when oh, we pull it in, then imagine what your, your scalp gunky looks like. I'd rather so, not. <laughs> so we're taking the same approach. We're not committing to any results that we can't deliver. We cleanse and we extract and we essentially decongest those follicles from all of the things that we put on our hair and scalp during the years. And we look at working in conjunction with all of the other products that people use. Male baldness or thinning hair has largely been associated with men. And women have very few options. And what we find with hydrofacial is we cleanse and extract, then we use the CaraVe product, which has growth factors that assist anything else you're doing with the hair. So we think it'll bring women more options for the female pattern baldness which is really traumatic for most women. And for men, it can bring them in care category because I was sitting at a table the other day and one of the guys was talking about what he's doing. He's very wealthy, talking about what he could do. And he says, look, I'm looking around the table. Out of the 10 guys here, eight of us are suffering from hair loss. So we look to get those men into skincare and we think we can get women, typically associated with skincare, into healthy scalp care. And I think it's going to be a great offering. 
Yeah. The person who discovers truly how to cure baldness will be probably the wealthiest person on the planet. I've also read many studies that poor scalp health, for lack of a better word, or using too much dry shampoo, which I'm so guilty of, or just like too many products is actually the reason for hair stimulation issues. I'm certainly not an expert in the field, but I will tell you, we've worked with Dr. Amy Taub, a world-class dermatologist out of Chicago, who is an expert and designed this formula specifically for us. I think it's safe to say that when you look at thinning hair, when you look at loss of hair, it's really many cases thrown everything but the kitchen sink at it, because often it's a combination of treatments or therapies that give you the best result. And if you think about Caravive, it works just like the traditional hydrofacial treatment. We make everything else that a consumer is going to use with their professional better. We call it an and principle. If you look at skincare, we make neurotoxins, fillers, lasers, your makeup going better. With healthy scalp, we just want whatever you're doing for your scalp health to be better by using uh, Caravive and hydrofacial in conjunction with whatever else your professional has recommended to you. Definitely. So how do you think your marketing strategy will pivot in 2021 as you potentially go more D to C as opposed to just focusing on estheticians? We never knew this. when we I didn't know this in 2017 when we renamed the company, but our moniker is Face Life Face First. And that was a, a nod to our estheticians who we focus on and helping them get better at their business, helping them make more money, helping them grow their career. So Face Life Face First was this double play on making people's skin look great, their face, but also empowering our estheticians. We had no idea in hell that was going to be such an important moniker as we went through 2020. I will say on 2021, we stayed open. You'd asked earlier if we pivoted. When we got flattened, we helped a a company modify uh, a pediatric device to help in the fight for COVID-19. We worked with the telemedicine scheduling company right on the front lines to get people to virtual doctor consultations. And we popped up a mask business with a really special copper property. So we did some things that were really unique that toughened us up. But I would say when we go back out in 2021, it's just right alongside of our estheticians and making them feel great about their careers, making consumers have the empowering benefit of healthy clean skin and uh, face life face first will still be the way hydrofacial does things. That's awesome. It was really a year for you to shine as CEO because that's when that's when you really need to step up and be innovative and creative. And you did just that. Don't want to do it again, but I learned <laughs> a lot about myself. I learned I don't a lot think about anybody wants to do it again. They never teach you as a CEO. Empathy is not what you usually hear, but uh, we had 500 plus employees. You know, we furloughed 90% of them and then we had to rebuild and people were scared and the media and politicians weren't necessarily the best stewards of public trust. So it was really unique, but I will tell you, I learned a lot about myself, learned a lot about leadership, learned a lot around, about the people around me. And I'm, I'm forever grateful to have gone through it. I just don't want to go through it again. I've learned enough from 2020. Yeah, I, I think we can all very much uh, identify with that. So before we sign off, one last question. What do you hope to accomplish this year, personally or professionally? Professionally, we're taking the company public here in the next couple of weeks and um, really excited. That's, yeah, really, that's really incredible. Excited. No, it's really exciting. And I think it's a great public company. I'm looking at it as a marketing event, just so more people become aware of Hydrofacial. I think this really should be a fantastic company and, and really benefit from all the challenges we've just collectively gone through. So professionally, want to really set up a, a meet and beat with Wall Street where we add credibility to this wonderful brand and really use the capital markets to unleash this brand globally. So that's our really significant professional goal. Personally, I just feel really thankful for the opportunity to lead this company. I'm enjoying what we call our new master plan, 
I'm enjoying the fact that we're taking it public, rebuilding the executive team, hiring people back right here in Long Beach, California, and helping power our way out of this uh, situation and through the pandemic to a, a better, brighter future. I'm just enjoying leading this company and, uh, and hope, hope they put up with me for many more years. It sounds like you've done a phenomenal job and being an empathetic CEO, I think is highly undervalued, but I think something to really note. For the people who this resonated with or they want to find more information out about yourself and Hydrofacial, where can they check you out? Hydrofacial.com. We're the beauty health category creator. So you can expect some great things from us coming year. And my LinkedIn is pretty easy to find. So I love engaging with our consumers, estheticians, and those people that are really interested in this category we're in. It's fun. It's people like yourself bringing it alive that are really fun to engage with. So I really appreciate your time today. Yeah, definitely. I look forward to my next Hydrofacial and seeing all the products that you come out with, especially the at-home ones and the that interim between period of facial. You got to visit us in California when yeah, you're back on the I love know. Orange County. So yeah. No, with Wall Street, we'll be out, out in New York. So I'd love to hear you about your experience and, and really appreciate, appreciate your interest. That would be great. So I will make sure all the info is linked down below. Make sure you check it out. And thank you so much, Clint, for coming on the show today. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks, Takara. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe to all future episodes. For show notes and resources mentioned, go to glamandgrow.co. This show was produced by Wavebreak. If you're an e-commerce marketing leader who wants to take your email and CRM program to the next level, schedule a call with me today at wavebreak.co. Thanks so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by Wavebreak. Most brands don't email right and it costs them. With ad costs getting more and more expensive, a world-class email and SMS program is essential. This is why Wavebreak exists. We're the premier email and SMS marketing agency that helps brands take their retention programs to the next level. If you want to learn more about partnering with us and how we can help, schedule a call with me today at wavebreak.co slash call.